Bobby McFerrin's song provides a subtext for us as we try to preach and share about being happy. Psalm 1 is the first psalm in a book that has uh, 150 psalms. This book is divided into about five sections. Five sections possibly modeled after the first five books of the Bible, the law books, but nevertheless, a book that speaks about the ethics by which people should live, how things ought to be. It gives us a sense of what song to sing for what occasion, that not all the songs are the same, that there is a somewhat of a liturgy that each of these psalms uh, follow. There are psalms that you sing when you're coming to church. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from when comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. When the ancient Israelites would travel from wherever they lived to get to the place where they would worship God in Jerusalem, these songs, they call them the song of ascent. Amen. They would sing those psalms. Uh, you can find those in your Bible between Psalm 120 and 133. Psalm 133, we know it. Anybody in here who Masonic, uh, you know Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down upon the beard, running down upon the beard of Aaron. It is like the dew of Hermon which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing life forevermore. Talked about the unity in which people experience. And then uh, there is Psalm 124. If it had had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel not say, now say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. These Psalms each had a particular purpose, and the purpose was always that the people would sing their way into the presence of God. But some of these Psalms has some ethical lessons. Some of these Psalms are ethical lessons in the sense of what you ought to do in certain situations. Amen. What you ought to do is one thing for you to have a psalm that, you know, talks about uh, the King Jesus. Those were what they call the kingly psalms or there's the messianic psalms, but then they're the ethical psalms. The psalms that did, this is, this is how you ought to live your life. This is what you ought to do. And so Psalm 1 is one of those that has a lot of ethical lessons in it. And so it begins, blessed is the man, the old uh, uh, exclusive language, but blessed is the person, right? And you, we know it as blessed, but the word literally means happy is the person. Happy is the one. In other words, if you want to be happy, uh, know the content of this psalm. If you, if you want to be happy. Amen. Not just have joy, but, but happiness as well. I, I don't want one without the other. I don't want to be happy on the outside with no joy on the inside. Joy is that experience of knowing that everything in your life is going to be all right. That's joy. 
That's when you have assurance. It has no, uh, you know, it's not based on any external circumstances. When you got joy, come on, you say it like, like the songwriter, this joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. That, when you got joy, you could be broke, and you still, come on, got your head up. Come on, man. When you got joy, the storms in your life could be raging this out of place and that out of place. No money, bad health, but you still have that confidence that everything is going to be all right. That's joy. Come on, even when you ain't smiling, smiling can be a sign of you just happy. You're faking the happiness. Amen. But when you got joy, Come on, on the inside, you wake up every day and you're like, I have too much to live for today. Come on, I ain't got no time to worry. I got too much to live for. And so happiness is the external manifestation of an internal experience called joy. Anybody in here ever had both of them synchronized in your life? When you got joy down in your belly and happiness on the outside now you're smiling because of what's on the inside come on why should you care if you're happy come on because sadness takes a lot out of you come on my god sadness saps your energy anybody in here ever been sad and down and depressed especially about stuff that you can't change it's the chronic stuff in our lives that causes us to be sad. Anybody in here got chronic situation? That that means it ain't it has not gone anywhere. You have prayed about it and it's still there. Come on, y'all. You have fasted about it and it's still there. You have made some promises to God. Come on, you kept your side of the bargain and it's still there. I'm talking about grown full kind of joy here. That when you have those circumstances in your life and you still got to worship God. Come on, that, that's when you need joy. And when you have that joy, then the happiness, the bliss, that's when you walk around like you know, like you're the best thing since sliced bread. That's when you walk around and you're like, you are the amen that's when you walk around come on my god and you and you say to yourself I, 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 I don't care what is going on on the external of my life my internal is grounded god almighty i, I pray everybody can get to that place in their life because that is what gives you confidence come on to keep going in spite of all the stuff that's going on or has gone wrong in your life so last week we talked about one of the things that you have to eliminate in your life if you want to have joy or if you want to be happy it's bad company talked about that last week come on if, if folk don't mean you no good 
with their counsel. In other words, if they won't take their own medicine that they're trying to make you take, come on, just tell them, I ain't got time for you right now. Amen. Uh, you, 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 got, you got to surround yourself with folk who will give you good counsel. Counsel that they know is good for you. Come on. Even if they ain't ready to practice it themselves. Ooh, bad company. Got rid of bad company. That's how you're going to be happy. Come on, tell your neighbor. Be happy. Get rid of bad company. And then this is the basis for the blessing. This is the basis. The psalmist says, but his delight. The delight is in the law of God. That's, now, now, now that's, that's when, that's, that's how you, you begin to get this joy thing. You, you start to delight. Okay, anybody in here have ever delighted in something? Come on, you know, when you delight in something, come on, you, you don't want it to end. Ah, you, you just don't want that thing to end. Amen. Whatever is, uh, uh, you know, the required amount, you don't want it to end. You want it, you want it to keep going. You want to keep enjoying it. Amen. Uh, when you delight in something, ah, you commit your time and your energy and your effort to it. Because, come on, you, you know that it is good for you. You delight in it because it will light up your life. Come on, my God, your life. The more you do it, the better your life be. Come on. The more you do it, the healthier you become. See, I don't know about you, but I, I delight in therapy. I go to therapy. I tell you that all the time. I, I delight in it. It ain't just uh, something I do because I want to. No, I, I delight in my mental health. And when I'm mentally healthy, then I'm physically better. And when I'm physically better, then I'm spiritually stronger. I am a holistically well ground because I delight. Come on, I delight in getting better. I look at my life today and I said I wanted to always be better than yesterday. I, I wanted, oh come on y'all. Uh, when you delight in something, you don't care that you gotta pay $170 for it. Cost does not matter. When you delight in something, anybody in here ever had a beloved that you delighted in? Come on, I know for some of you that's been a while. <laughs> but, but nevertheless, when you had a lover, come on. When you had a sweet thing. When you had a blue thing, come on, that you delighted in. Come on. Oh, you couldn't wait to get in his presence, her presence. You just wanted to see him. Come on, y'all be on the phone at night. Come on, and you about to go to sleep, but you just delighted. Oh, keep breathing, baby. I, I just want to hear your voice. Oh, God, I, I know one of you in here at least have been in love one time in your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just want, I, I just, just stay on the phone. No, oh, just stay on. I ain't got nothing else to say. I just want to hear y'all. Oh, your silence speaks so loudly to me. Oh, oh just stay on the phone. Uh, oh, I can't see you, but I can feel you. That's how you know you're delighting. Come on now. Just the sound of your silence uh, drives me crazy. Uh, I'm having hot flashes over here because of what's going on over there. I'm just talking about when you delight in something. No amount of money. <laughs> no amount of 
time is too much when you delight in something. Here comes the psalmist. Drop this bomb on us. That the way to be happy is when you delight in the law of God. Now, you got to get serious about the word of God. That's, you got to get serious about the word of God. Come on, y'all. You can't shack with the word of God. You can't act it like you hit it and quit it real quick. No, you can't come to church on Sunday, pop the book open, open your app, and then don't even look back at it and talk about you and uh, you can't be happy but you won't spend time in the word of God you gotta get it in you come on my God you gotta get it you gotta have a favorite scripture come on y'all I break it down for you when you delight in it you gotta have a favorite scripture it's a sad thing when somebody die and you ask their family what is their favorite scripture and they don't even have a favorite scripture come on y'all you ought to get one then at least when you're in trouble you ought to be able to say it come on oh Carissa when you're on that job and they're getting on your nerve there's a psalm that says fret not thyself because of evil doers come on my god and then you want to meditate on that thing come on y'all to meditate on it it's like a cow chewing on grass come on in order for you to get that white milk that cow got to chew that green grass and he got to chew it and then swallow it and then regurgitate it and then chew it again and then what come on my god he gotta swallow it and then regurgitate it again before that green grass can turn into white milk when you got a word from god you can't just hear it on sunday you got to hear that thing you got to swallow that thing you got to chew that thing and then regurgitate it again and then chew it again come on Sometimes you got to take that thing and chew it again, chew it again, and then regurgitate it, and chew it again. I know that process might freak some of you all out, but, but in order for you to get the benefit out of the law of God, the word of God, you got to be willing to chew that thing. Swallow that thing regurgitate it come on y'all chew it again swallow that thing come on regurgitate again he meditates on it day and night come on y'all we treat the word of god like if it's some cheap lover come on you know what i won't say in church but i you treat it like ah you just call it when you want services from it come on y'all ah anybody in here you know i ain't gonna ask you if you've ever been called when you just wanted services oh no 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 or ever you've been called well no but you gotta do it day and night day and night when you delight in something you want it morning you want it noon there you want it at night you want it when it's cold you want it when it's hot come on you sweat with it come on i know y'all gonna get it after why why because you delight in it oh god 
God, I love to worship God. Why? Because I delight in worship. Something about worship makes my spirit come alive, makes my body come alive, because it's something about when I enter into his presence and I lift up both my hands and I begin to worship God, somehow or the other, my physical being transcends who I am and I connect with God. And once I connect with God, oh my God, I want to stay right there. I don't want to move to the next thing. I want to stay to that place of intimacy. I want God to work on me right there. I want God to have me right there. Don't go nowhere. Stay right there. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And on the law he meditates. Then I told you I've been learning to swim these days. Ooh, y'all should see me. I'll be the next Michael Phelps. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. But I, but here's the thing, y'all. Come on. Here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. Uh-huh. Once a week, Friday morning, 745, I got lessons. Amen. I got to pay for the lessons. $80 an hour for my swimming lesson. I got to pay for it. Amen. But because I want to master swimming, oh, my God. I remember the lessons. I always tell her, teach me the technique. Because if I practice the technique, I'm going to have better power in the pool. Oh, you're going to get it in a minute. Uh, I only go once a week for lessons. But I practice just about every day that I can get up in the pool. Go, You're going to get it in a while. I go once a week for lessons. But I practice every day. Come on. And every day I practice, I get stronger at the technique. I'm trying to help you get to something in your life that maybe the reason why you have not had power in your life is because you go to church and you get the lesson that you won't practice during the week. And when you get stronger, you learn some things about yourself. I used to be afraid of the deep end of the pool. And I told you all, I'm going to get to that part of the pool where it's deep and I don't care how deep it is. Oh my God. So now I'm learning. I'm talking about meditating. Now I got to meditate on some lessons. The other day I came across a lesson. A lesson that says if you can swim, it does not matter how deep that end of the pool is. Did you hear me? If you can swim, it does not matter how deep this end of the pool is. You, I, I wish you were human today. If you had faith, that of a mustard seed. If you had faith to walk on water. If you had faith to say that a mountain move, it does not matter how deep it is. That's why if you got cancer and you got faith. If you got faith, it does not matter 
what the doctor says. It does not matter what the diagnosis is. Why? Because it does not matter how deep it is. What matters most? I, I can swim. 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 I can chop that water. You come here once a week. You come for lessons. This ain't practice. You won't be happy in this life if you don't practice the lesson. I watch that lane. I size it up. I meditate. I meditate on my lesson. My lesson, my lessons, y'all. Come on, Peggy. My lessons. First lesson, you have to learn how to breathe in water. Yeah, you got to learn how to breathe in that water. Because if we don't know how to breathe, then when you feel like you won't get to the other end of the pool, you will panic. And when you panic, oh my God, you don't breathe right. <laughs> it's either your life is in the hand of God or it's not. Because there is going to be a time in your life when uh, you, you, you are going to feel like you're not going to make it. Not going to make it in your marriage. Not going to make it financially. Not going to make it in this racist country of ours. You're going to feel like you're not going to make it. But you got to learn how to breathe. Look, look, come on, Peggy. Look, what the, look, look what the little fish taught me. My coach is an Olympian. She just swam five miles open ocean in St. Croix and set the record. Win first prize. She a little fish. Most folks, when they swim, uh -huh, their head be up. Come on, y'all. Because they scared. Put their head under the water. But your head... Oh, got to be under the water and you don't lift up your head you roll your hips you roll your hips you roll your hips so when crisis comes come on uh, Pastor Espinosa used to get to the middle of the pool 25 meters when I get there I used to feel like I'm running out of breath but now that I got technique come on y'all when I feel like I'm running out of breath and I want to give up come on what I learned to do roll and breathe roll and breathe and that's what you all gonna have to learn to do in this life because there will come times in your life where you feel like you're
going under, but you got to learn how to use the technique of your faith. Roll and breathe and roll and breathe. Stick your head up, come on. Roll and breathe. That's what I'll be meditating. I'll be meditating. I got to get that thing in my spirit. I watch that pool line. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to talk to that pool. Like I got technique. And my technique is going to take me to the under end of the pool. What's your technique? Come on, my God. What word have you got in your life? Come on, that'll take you to the other end of the pool. Come on. And just in case you forget, Jesus is the word of God. He said it. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Come on, you got to meditate on Jesus. What did he tell you lately? What did Jesus tell you lately? Did he tell you, get up? Take your pallet and walk. Come on. Did he tell you, see again? Did he touch you? Come on. What did he do the last time you were in his presence? That you got the lesson? Oh my God, that you ain't practicing. I'm about done. I'm about done. Because I've been meditating. And when you're meditating, Peggy, you take the storms of life. You, you take it a lot better. Because you got word in you. And you got technique. You got technique. You got technique. Uh, you breathe. You pull. You breathe. You pull. You breathe. And you pull. You breathe and you pull. Push that water. Yeah. You just breathe and going down. Going down the road. You, I used to could not make it down the pool. I can go down the pool 25 minutes. Come back up the pool another 25 minutes. Go down the pool again another 25 minutes. Oh, my coach said the other, she said, oh, so you can do 100 minutes now. And it ain't been a month, a little over a month. Why? Because I go to get my lessons. And I practice every day I can. What is your practice? What does your discipline look like? You can't sing. Don't worry. Be happy. And you ain't practicing how to keep your joy influencing your happiness. Come on, stand with me all over the church. I like Sundays like today. Nice and quiet. Pastor's the loudest one. Yeah. This is what I need from you today. I need you to be honest. 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 You've been a Christian for a while. You come and you get the lessons, but you don't practice. And you have blamed God, 
blamed the church, blamed everybody for why you are not further along in your life, why things ain't different and better. Church, don't work like that. This is about discipleship. You have to follow him. You have to do what he says. You have to do work that looks like his work. So I want to encourage you today.